Hello everyone, you're listening to Refugees on Air with your hosts Sarah and Maya. And today we are joined by Tedros Hanna who is an Egyptian artist and he came to Melbourne in 2015 with his children Carla and Yusuf. How are you Tedros? I'm fine, I'm, I'm really happy really? to be here, I'm so proud. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you for having me. No worries. And first of all, uh, I'm so proud of uh, your achievement. Thank you very and, much. Uh, I believe you will do more and more for uh, humanity. Thank you. Oh, thank you very thank you, much. Yeah, it's We're really glad to have you here. So let's get started. What was your life back like in Egypt? Egypt. Mm. Egypt is uh, is a beautiful country. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. And amazing people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really uh, a mixture of culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's in a, a beautiful place all over the world. It's in the middle of the Middle East and in the middle of the world, connecting Africa with Asia, with Mediterranean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have to see it. And it's, mm-hmm. it have uh, something, the inner power of people. Mm-hmm. This is amazing about Egypt. Yeah. For sure, if I start talking about my, my experience in Egypt, I'm uh, originally Coptic, mm-hmm. yeah. Coptic Christian, mm-hmm. in uh, a family where... We were doing well. Uh, my, my father uh, was a doctor. Uh, I was raised in a French Catholic school. Yep. De La Salle College. You have it here even. Mm. Oh. And then cool. I, uh, I uh, was studying and finished bachelor degree in architecture from wow. fine arts. Yep. I worked for 10 years with a French designer. Mm. And then I worked for another 10 years with a, an amazing big company, international company. Mm-hmm. The owner is an uh, Egyptian millionaire. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was about uh, doing uh, resorts uh, in mm. the Middle East. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my life was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I had money. I mm-hmm. had power. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I was uh, a Coptic Christian mm. living in Cairo. And, you know, uh, in Egypt, the, the problem is Christians, they have limits uh, for their dreams. Yeah. It's, it's difficult for you and you have limitation, yes. yep. which, which is really sad because the beauty of a country is the people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, if everyone gets the same chances, mm-hmm. he will contribute yep. mm-hmm. and he will give the best. But although that, I cannot say there was a discrimination against me especially, no. yes. but uh, it was due a crisis that I came here with my children mm-hmm. yep. and... It was a big challenge for me because, you know, uh, my children, too, were in Catholic French school. My daughter, she was in Sacred Heart. My son was in uh, Jesuit. And uh, uh, we had a normal life till one day everything changed in our life. It Mm. was in 2013 Mm. that we had a family crisis and we have to flew Egypt. Yes. But we always keep the good memories. Mm -hmm. And... uh, we didn't have the time. No one of us had the time to say goodbye to his friends or yeah. uh, or to his life. There yeah. is a part of us still there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it must have been very heartbreaking to leave everything behind straight away and, like, you know, just go to a new country. Yeah, especially, you know, with two young children. Yeah, Yusuf, when he yeah. came, we came here, he was, like, eight years, and my daughter, she was, like, 13 years. Yeah. So it was very tough time in their lives. Yes. Yeah. I can relate to that sort of thing with your children because Sarah and I came here when we were 10 Mm -hmm. and we did face some challenges and we didn't really fit in at the start. So Tedros, can you briefly describe your journey to Australia? The journey started by that we have to leave Egypt and uh, 
I applied for a touristic visa mm -hmm. to come to Australia uh, and to uh, ask for a protection visa after. Yep. Uh, I, we came here. It, it took me like one month to get the reply from the embassy mm -hmm. in Cairo. And then I came to Australia on, on March 2015. Yep. Yes. And... We didn't have the time to say goodbye to anyone. Mm -hmm. We came first to Sydney mm -hmm. and uh, we were invited to uh, a part of the family mm -hmm. in their uh, house. And I, we appreciate so much. They opened their house for us yeah. for like two months. Mm -hmm. But we were living, me and my children, in, in, in one bedroom. Mm. So we couldn't and we couldn't find house to rent in, in Sydney because yeah. it's really expensive. Mm -hmm. So when we had the chance to rent a house, we went to Melbourne. Yes. And I was very lucky to be in first in Australia mm -hmm. and second to be in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. The most livable city. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, so what sort of challenges did you and your children face when you arrived in Australia? From my point of view, the first challenge when you take the decision to restart your life yep. and have the courage mm. of believing, number one, you can believe in God, you can believe in yourself. You, it, it doesn't matter, but you have to believe in something. Believe yes. in humanity. Find anything to believe in. Mm -hmm. This is the key word. So you have to have the courage come when you believe. And you know that you are you have to protect something that is precious. For me, my children, yeah. every one of us, his children are the most important thing. So you have to see, to sacrifice your, yourself for, for your, your children. children. Yep. And I think this is the heritage that I came from, uh, from Egypt. Mm -hmm. And I think all over the world, everyone wants the best for his children. Yes. And number one, want them to be protected mm -hmm. and in a safe place. Mm -hmm. I never thought that I will change my life and I will come here, mm -hmm. never. But when I felt the threat and that I have to, for my safety and my children's safety, we have to come here. Mm. So this is the first challenge. And yes. it's a great, amazing decision. And in the same times, it's a lot of fears that you leave everything and you decide. You have nothing, you have some money, we'll finish after a while. Mm -hmm. And you don't know, you don't have a job, you don't have a house, you don't have anything. Mm -hmm. And you have two children that need to be feeding, they, they need to have education, they mm -hmm. need to have a shed to be protected mm -hmm. before having the luxury of having anything, mm -hmm. you know. So, and for my children, it was very hard because they have their families, they have their memories. Mm. They have their home that they left and mm. without knowing. I didn't tell my children uh, what was our problem. Yeah. And we came and we stay here for like six months without knowing what was the problem. Mm -hmm. And this was another challenge for me. How I'm going to face my children and tell them our situation. I'm not strong like before. I c I, we are all together a teamwork. Yes. We want to, to go through it together yep. and we will face it together and for my children the challenge was that their life is not the same mm -hmm. they don't have an any they don't have <laughs> the same luxury schools this is a great challenge yeah and especially at such a young age 
just I guess trying to fit in to a new society, um, language, new culture. They were in a French school. Mm. So, for example, my son came here and he didn't know how to speak English. Mm -hmm. He speak Arabic and some French. Mm -hmm. And my daughter, she was lucky that she got French and, and Arabic and English mm -hmm. in the school. Yeah, same so, with us. Yeah. yeah, it's the same. No matter how old you come here or how young you come here, you always have to learn the language and learn, most importantly, how to, how to live your life again and to understand your surroundings as well. Yep. I think that anyone who leave his country and come to have a better life, yeah. a better life or looking for safety first, mm. you know, safety comes first. Yep. When you don't feel safe, you cannot sleep, you cannot do anything in your yep. life. So when you are running just for your safety, mm -hmm. you find you are looking for home. And home for me, it means that you are accepted. Do we accept people coming to Australia? This is the question. Mm -hmm. that I want to ask, do really we accept them, who they are? I think we try to accept them, but Australia as a country, I do believe that it has the potential to do a lot more for oh, refugees mm -hmm. and migrants in Australia. And that but, yeah. actually goes into our next question. Tadros, from your own experience, do you think that Australia does a good job of supporting refugees especially single-parent refugees or asylum seekers or migrants in Australia, do you think they're welcoming enough to you? I think first of all, I'm so grateful that Australia is a safe place mm. for a lot of people and I appreciate that they support everyone. They and do. I believe they will do more and more for people uh, like us. Yes. But I want to mention something. There is many levels of what Australia can do. Yes. For example, it starts from being accepted and feeling that you are not alone. And this is not for new arrival to Australia. It's for every Australian or for everyone living in the Australian land. Australia is an amazing country with a lot of potentials yes. and resources. And the real investment is in people yeah. because people they can make Australia better and better the people who come to Australia want to be a part of the community diverse community in Australia mm -hmm. and they need just the chance to be a part and they want to contribute we are like a package I see myself or my mm -hmm. children or anyone come newly to Australia we are like a luggage yeah and we need someone to open it and get the beauty from the luggage. Mm -hmm. You know, they need ways. They need a chance yeah. to be able to contribute. And if for the moment you need help, in the future when you, you are back on your feet again, mm -hmm. you will help and you will be an inspiration. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yep. am an artist, so I am a dreamer. Yeah. And we are all dreaming about a better place for, for new generations. So, Tadros, what motivated you to become an artist in the community? What motivates me is my children. Mm -hmm. It starts from my son. Mm -hmm. My son, the first day he went to school, he went to a public school, and he came the same day asking me where I am, mm -hmm. what, what I'm doing here, who are these people? And it was a, a big challenge. He sees new faces, and he doesn't know how Australia is so diverse. So I said to myself, I have to know the people, to tell him who are these people. Mm -hmm. 
So I start by volunteering in the hub in the school. And I started by doing cooking, Egyptian cooking, <laughs> you know, to share my culture mm-hmm. yeah. and to contribute to the community. Mm-hmm. And then doors open one after another. And it starts by I became a harmony ambassador in Brain Bank, where I am living. Mm-hmm. And what is really amazing that I was not even a permanent resident <laughs> and I was just waiting for my paper to, to proceed and to get the permanent residence. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can start from this. You don't need a paper to, to define what you can do for yourself or the people. And then after, I start doing volunteering in the food bank. Uh, I want to mention all the places I went to because <laughs> it, it was really like a chain. When you start, you go out from your home and you start to contribute or to be a part or to share what you have, you all your life will change and you will find new doors that will open for you. Mm-hmm. And what we share is the talent. Yes. So it starts from here and then... I, I did art classes. Then even I did volunteering in the Red Cross Migration Museum yep. and Melbourne Museum, even giving art classes for uh, Scots, which is the Sri Lankan community. Mm-hmm. And I don't speak Sri Lankan, or <laughs> in, by the way, but art, this is the beauty of arts, yep. that it connects people, although the barrier of language. Art is a universal language that everyone can speak. Well, it starts yeah. with the art project in my son's school. Bec- <laughs> I, I did a project, an uh, art competition in my son's school, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. we did a harmony calendar yeah. in 2016. Mm-hmm. And not that only, but we did two films. One we of did. them win the first prize in uh, Sunshine Short Film Festival. That's, That's so amazing. And so when you have the will of going out from yourself first and you want to share what you have and to contribute, mm-hmm. what w- you can do is not for yourself. It's for the people around you. We yeah. learn from each other yeah. and we get inspired from each other. I'm so inspired from you for the... For <laughs> <laughs> really thank now you. thank you very thank much. you Tadros we're inspired by you and your art and your passion and thank you. like when how... you talk you can tell that you're motivated and you're passionate about this and I love how you know you, like you said you could start like at a school or somewhere so small and then reach all these museums and all these you know shows and all these spoken word events it's so it's so fantastic yeah. after this even I have now art exhibition really amazing that even after another door I said I, I want the legacy to continue yep. so I put I, I, I did uh, the, the exhibition not mm-hmm. only me it's for sure I people, don't do yeah. anything on my own mm-hmm. we need support to have this yep. need, uh, behind you you need organization mm-hmm. non-profitable organization and people who support you mm-hmm. because still I, I'm not working but it doesn't stop me of not contributing it just goes to show that a lot of people who come here, they are come motivated. here with little things and they're just so motivated to do so much. And even if it's hard for people to find work here, you can still volunteer. And through that volunteering, you can go to so many different places. You can show who you are. You can contribute to the community exactly like who you're doing. And it's just like amazing. So Tedros, what are your hopes for the future? My hopes, there is a personal one and there is... A general one. Mm-hmm. The general one first, I wish that we all as human beings 
and all humanity mm-hmm. try to connect more. The mm-hmm. challenges are, are very hard and everything is, is taking us not to be connected. And we need to have people like you. <laughs> Amazing, you are the future. Oh, and we, uh, we need people like you who give hope. Why? Because what you're doing is very important to get other people inspired and that we connect together mm-hmm. for the good of the world. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of sadness all over the world. So I believe we can change this, but we have to start by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Everything starts from your heart. Mm-hmm. We need to feel things. Logic sometimes gets you nowhere. When we start like this, we will change the world. And about my personal wishes, I just wish to find my home for me and my children. Yeah. I just wish that I will be really accepted in Australia. Do you have any advice for anyone about putting themselves out there and pursuing their passions? I think it's all about moving from pain to hope. How you transfer your life from pain, it's still there. But how to see the blue sky behind clouds? <laughs> it's always about a decision and the will. Mm-hmm. Every human being have the will to, to feel that he's free and to, to have the dignity of choosing their lives. Mm-hmm. What I want to say really for everyone who come and he is waiting to be accepted living in Australia mm. or he is hoping to find work or hoping to reach a target in his life, never lose hope. There is always hope. If you wake up in the morning, there is hope. I repeat it for myself to believe it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it doesn't mean that every day it's a a garden. No. If you don't have the night, you don't feel the beauty of the morning. Mm -hmm. And concerning my hopes about the future, my hopes are in my children. I wish that my daughter, she will have the freedom of being what she wants to be. Mm -hmm. My son to be the same. They feel that they are equal and they have the sky open for them to fly. The best thing that I can do for them is to be myself and sharing my struggle for their safety and for their lives. They are my inspiration and I think that I, I wish to be their inspiration too. I definitely think you are. You're an amazing uh, artist and a father to your children. I definitely think you are. The only thing that makes me know, sometimes, you know, because my Mm -hmm. children are teenagers, uh, we don't uh, connect uh, as well. They they always say that like I'm old-fashioned or something. (laughs) You know, it's normal. It happens with you. It happens, yeah. So, Tadros, do you have any advice for newly arrived people about making them feel more comfortable in Australia? First of all, don't divide the people, mm-hmm. the people who come here, whatever they are, asylum seekers, immigrants, or um, refugee, they are new citizens of Australia. They're humans, They need yeah. to be respected, loved, and welcomed. And the beauty of Australia is the diversity. And what is more important that we are human beings. 
Australia is an amazing country. And I see in my, where I'm living even, in St. Albans, it's a UN, you know? It's like a UN because <laughs> I see people from all around the world living in peace uh, and in, in harmony together. Mm-hmm. So just for the, the, the people who live here a long time ago, please welcome them. You have been in this situation before. Try to be kind and understand what they are going through. And yeah, be patient. Yeah, be well. patient with them. Mm-hmm. Trust me, standing. people, they are, they are good and they will do good for the country. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just they need a chance. And yes. I want to say something else yeah. about the organization mm-hmm. that help asylum seekers and refugee. That we thank you so much mm-hmm. for all what you do. Mm-hmm. You take a big, huge responsibility to give hope. So, Tadros, where can our listeners find your art and your Facebook page? Uh, it's tadroshanna.com. Uh, Tadros, T-A-D-R-O-S, Hanna, H-A-N-N-A, dot com. Mm-hmm. And you can find my Facebook page mm-hmm. and Instagram page. It's uh, Tadros, Hanna, dot art. Mm-hmm. And I have my private one is Tadros <laughs> Ibrahim. Okay, no worries. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Tadros, for coming in today. It's been so, so wonderful to have you here and to interview you and ask you all these amazing questions and hear your inspiring story. It's been really a pleasure for both of us. To yeah, I've I loved listening to you. Talk. You seem very <laughs> passionate about what you do and I just think we need more people like that in our yeah. country. And we wish you all the very best. Yeah, at your next exhibitions and all the work that you're doing in the future as well. Thank you so much. I, I, I'm, I'm really proud to be here and I know that you're going to be amazing uh, (laughs) people contributing for Australia and for the worldwide. Thank Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. Thank Thank you, you, Tadros. Thank you.